In this episode, we hear from a listener and a patron, Ari, who, funny enough, she met her girlfriend in a performance of Rocky Horror Picture Show, or if you talk to Shelly about it, it's actually Little Shop of Horrors. I don't know what it was, but she was painted up like a Venus flytrap. <laughs> Feed me Seymour. <laughs> if none of this is making sense, just listen to the episode. Okay. Be right back. Mm-hmm. We are supported by apostate coffee, a damn good cup of joe. I would like to bear my testimony that you will love this blend with every fiber of your being. Uh, you mean bean? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the Les Bean medium dark variety roasted in small batches to ensure freshness, zero bitterness, and balanced acidity. With the sacred, not secret combo of caramel and cocoa, very fancy. Mm -hmm. This coffee will nourish and strengthen your body. Nice. So stop drinking subpar coffee. Give the Lesbian Blend a try today at apostatecoffee.com. That's apostatecoffee.com. Hey, Virginia. Did you know the law protects patients from surprise medical bills? Insurance companies and hospitals post cost information online. You can request a good faith estimate three days ahead of hospital care. Know your rights as a healthcare consumer. Visit controlyourcare.com to learn more about patient-focused healthcare laws. Controlyourcare.com can help empower your healthcare decisions. Paid for by the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to Golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo taking release. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to Golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's G-O-L-O.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who have found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com. Hey everybody, I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is episode 28 of LDL Letters, the Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Mail Podcast. That was very short <laughs> that you cut me off on. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> you always want to drag it out. Um, I just I just am getting into it and then you're like, cut me off. Do you understand what I'm doing? I'm matching the current one we're doing with the one that's been recorded. I think you make them shorter and shorter every time. And <laughs> yeah, eventually it doesn't it's going to be sound like, like that, though. Oh, yeah, literally. Okay. All right. Well, when that happens, <laughs> we'll start over. You have complete authority to complain about that. Yes. I give you permission to bitch at me mm. about the length of the letter. Like I need permission to bitch about <laughs> length. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> Oh, gee. Already with this? We have Sorry. To... <laughs> it's morning. When we record in the morning, sometimes, you, you just know, never like, know. You never know. You get punchy over there or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's punchy. happening. You haven't even had your coffee yet. I got it right in front of me. I'm have just starting to sip. Any? I'm sipping. All right. Shall we read this letter? 
Well, that's that's. <laughs> that's why I lost my train of thought. That's why we're like, here. What were you about to copy. do? Are you about to like do patrons or some weird <laughs> shit? This is a letters episode. This is a letters episode, mm-hmm. and we have a letter from a relatively newish listener. I mm-hmm. think in the past few months, maybe. Her name is Ari. She's a patron. Yes, she's a patron, and uh, she's active in our discussion group as well, our Latter Day Lesbian Podcast discussion group on Facebook. Yes, she's very sweet, and very awesome. Yep. In fact, I think she and her girlfriend tried to come to DC. And I know we they just, were here and we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't make, make it work. work. And uh, we apologize. We do get incredibly busy. We yeah. were trying to move stuff around and we just couldn't try yeah. again. Please try again. It was December, I yeah. think. And it, that's a crazy time. It's and, hard. We yeah. tried. Sorry about that. Okay. Well, let's, as a way of making it up to her, we will read her letter. How about that? Because <laughs> it's exactly the same thing. <laughs> as going Actually, to have a now drink. she owes us. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> kidding, Ari. Kidding. Yeah, it's just like going and getting a cocktail, reading mm-hmm. this letter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like it. Okay. Hello, Mary and Shelley. Hi, Hello. Ari. My fiance, Minx, and she says that's a pseudonym, and I were introduced to your show through a friend. We absolutely love it. Aw, thank you. Yeah, thank you. This letter will mostly be my story, as Minx will eventually send a letter of her own. She's a bit busy with a job in the States and is fighting through a divorce against a particularly narcissistic and emotionally abusive jackass. I wonder if that's an ex-Mormon. Perhaps. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Again, her story to tell. My story may seem mundane compared to some of the others you've read, but I hope that it helps someone out there not feel so alone in their thoughts. We have never read a story that didn't help someone. Absolutely. Every story helps. Multiple people. Yeah, that's... Shit, it helps us. Yeah. That's the name of the game, right? Mm -hmm. We're all trying to help each other. Mm -hmm. My name is Ari. I'm a transgender woman with two years of hormone replacement therapy, HRT. Mm -hmm. There you go. I am an active duty service member and a never-mo. How about that? We love our never-mo Me too, baby. (laughs) I was raised in a rural town in Delaware amongst a very homogenous, i.e. cis-slash-white-slash-Christian community. How fun for you, Ari. Right? It sounds kind of like my upbringing, Mm -hmm. only mine was in western New York, also rural. Mm -hmm. I had absolutely no exposure to the LGBT community, and I believe that is why it took me so long to realize that I was trans. Mm. I grew up as the type of person who simply accepted things as they were, never questioned or challenged the status quo. If people treated me like a boy and I had the body of a boy, well then I must have been a boy. It's not like there was anything I could do to change it, right? Shows what I knew. You know, rural town, though. Clearly, she did not watch the Jerry Springer show. (laughs) (laughs) I guess not. (laughs) That's funny. The very first time I even heard the word transgender, I was in an AOL chat room. I was 16 at the time. And a friend I had never met in person made an observation about how I expressed myself in chat, asking, did you ever think you were transgender? My world practically exploded. Even without knowing the word's definition, I knew that's who I was. Wow. Yeah. It sent me spiraling and altered my life forever. So not Jerry Springer, but an observant AOL chat. friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's right? great. It's interesting yeah. how when you finally realize that there is a thing that you are, how yeah. you grasp onto that. Right. The confusion sure. is like, oh, well now, yeah, duh, this, th- I'm, this, I'm this thing. That kind of happened for you. Yeah. It's like as soon as you left the church and then you were around gay people and, and then it was kind of like doors started opening. You're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm a lesbian. Yes. Holy crap. Yeah. I didn't know. It was like literally taking blinders off. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. 
That cliche gets used a lot. The blinders the blinders. Mm-hmm. 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 That was a good usage, though. <laughs> good job, Mary. Thanks. <laughs> However, because of fear of judgment and the potential of losing friends and family, I kept it hidden away. Mm. I convinced myself that living that truth wouldn't make things in my life better. It would simply give me a different set of problems. Wow. Mm. I knew that it wasn't going to be necessarily easy being gay, especially mm-hmm. with my family the way it was and being raised in a Christian community and going yeah. to church and hiding it from my mother and everything and my sisters. I knew that wouldn't be easy, but I had to pick the thing that felt truer to me, mm-hmm. not the easier thing. Does right. that make sense? Sure. Yeah. yeah. You were a very um, different kind of child. <laughs> well, it's, this was like 18 pretty much. Yeah. No one's ever written in and said, when I finally realized I was gay or that I was trans or, you know, whatever it is, no one's ever said, I was so excited to go down that path and be me. And It's hard. It's scary because it's still <laughs> yeah. not super accepted. I mean, it's right. more accepted now than in years past, but it's still the shock to your family, the shock to your religion. It's not yeah. something anyone welcomes into their life. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, after the initial difficulties of coming out to your family and then you settle into who you are, it's kind of like, whew, wow, I'm glad I did that. Like yeah. you, I mean, can you imagine still like trying to pretend or whatever? Faking straight? No. No. I was never very good at it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are still pockets of this country even where it is not accepted. Oh, for sure. That one star review we got. I'm sure if there's a way to leave less stars, that would have happened. They, they would have. Oh, read it. Yeah, we're going to make this one into a t-shirt. I think we'll like shorten it and make it yeah. a shirt because it's it's amazing. Basically, it was like, complete and total idiots. <laughs> one star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has finally been enough. Why would people write a podcast like this? Okay, first, dumbass, you don't write a podcast. <laughs> well, some people might. I don't know. <laughs> they are atheists, and they hate good principles. Mm-hmm. Another bad thing is her being gay. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. She should get an actual life and join the church again. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I'll join the church again so that I can have no life outside of what they tell me to do. Great idea. That sounds like a great life. And I want to post these everywhere because it shows how stupid people like this are. Yeah, I'll call yeah. you out on it. I will mm-hmm. totally call you out. Clearly, you have not listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You just are saying that we're atheists. You don't know that. And I'm, idiots. Well, and idiots. We might be idiots. <laughs> but I actually have never said I'm atheist. Right. And neither of you. No. It's where I would say more agnostic. Like, we just don't know. What was the other one? Oh, that we hate morals and values. We so hate good principles. We hate good principles. Seriously? Uh-huh. Name for me a good principle that I hate. Love. Yeah, I hate love. What else? Kindness. Kindness. Yeah, I hate that. Um, <laughs> acceptance. Yeah, I fucking hate acceptance. <laughs> like what? <laughs> okay, moron. We're making a shirt out of that one. <laughs> and we're going to get our friend uh, who modeled the last shirt to remodel for us. If you're listening, you're going you're gonna to be our model, our shirt model. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get back to the letter, Sorry, shall we? distraction. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That happens. Let me figure out where we were. You started it, by the way, by bringing up that review. Just saying. That was me blaming. Oh, that's bad It's, it's morals. the morning blame. <laughs> morning blame. <laughs> okay, sorry. Back to okay. Ari. Ari said it would simply give me a different set of problems. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I'd never be able to do the one thing I've dreamed of doing, bear children. About 15 years later, I was in a miserable marriage, just having gotten back from a deployment, when I realized that I was tired of living a double life, 
Fortunately, the Department of Defense was on the cusp of dropping their transgender ban, which would allow me to transition while in the service. I came out as transgender publicly in 2017 after that ban was lifted. That's great. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. My life has never been the same, and I can honestly say it's the best decision I've ever made. Yes. I have no regrets except not starting this journey sooner. Mm. You know, I think— um, Time is a construct. It is. It is, absolutely. absolutely. But I do think that a lot of people who write in or that I know that are in the LGBTQ plus population say, wow, I wish I would have yeah. been brave enough to come out sooner. Right. By calling it brave makes it seem like if you didn't do it, you were not brave. Well, that's just not true. You're just not to that point You're not yet. ready yet. Right. And there's nothing, it's nothing to do with bravery. It's and just, that shouldn't induce shame, I, I wouldn't No, no, think. no. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get across. Yeah. If, if it takes you till you're 90. That's okay. No shame. That no is, shame. That is your timetable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think your mom's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's making me choke on my coffee right here. Uh, well, she, she's 87. I bet when she's 90, she's going to yeah, be like, it's gonna light bulb's I, gonna think, go off. I think I'm a dyke. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I can't imagine Catherine saying that. I don't think she's ever said the word dyke. I don't think she understands what that is. We're in the Netherlands she's a, suddenly. She's, she's a bull dyke. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's what she'll say. Okay. The same year that the ban was lifted, I met Minx. That's a great name, by the way. Love it. It's a pseudonym. Well, it is, but it's still a good name. It is. It's fantastic. (laughs) It's a good fake name. Mm -hmm. I had been cast in a shadow performance of Rocky Horror Picture Show at the local theater in Germany. (laughs) It's fun. How fun. I hope she says what part she got to play. A shadow performance. I don't know. What does that mean? Like just... Like shadow puppets? Midnight performance? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe this is a German. Ari, write in and fill us in a little bit with more information. <laughs> yeah. Minx did makeup for the show, and I was the only one who needed extensive makeup. Okay, now does that help us pick who she was? No. <sighs> it's not helpful. Maybe she played the um, the big plant. The plant? The Venus flytrap? There's Am a I Venus flytrap? Have you seen this movie? Rocky Horror Picture Show? Uh-huh. What's the Venus flytrap? Isn't there one that sings? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Feed me Seymour. You're thinking a little shop of horrors. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was pretty funny. Leave that in, Dan. All of that. <laughs> God, everything that Dan leaves in makes me look foolish. Thanks, Have you Dan. That? Yeah. You need to learn how to edit, honey, and you can uh, <laughs> take care of that. <laughs> okay. Wait, that so which so which was she in? Rocky Horror Picture Show. And which is the the plant? Little Shop of Horrors. They both have horror in it. Yeah, that's what fucks me up. <laughs> I could not tell you the plot of either movie. I just know that I saw the one with friends in high school. We brought toilet paper to throw. Whatever. This is in sixth grade. Sixth grade? A oh, good morning. No, no, no. Girl stop. Saw that I was in not. Sixth no, 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 no. Grade? It was in. Uh, it was in. <laughs> nope, that's a lie. It was wow. in ninth grade. It was in ninth grade because okay. my friend Sonia Teyes. I don't know if you listened to the show or not. We both played on the basketball team, and she invited me to go with some friends, and uh, we snuck in beer, and we watched it, and we brought. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I was not a good Mormon girl. <laughs> I was trying to like be with the cool kids, and Sonia was one of the cool wow. kids. Wow, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Did you have to completely lie about where you were going? Of course. <laughs> of course. And then later you confessed things to your bishop? Yeah. You, that's what you baby, do. are a conundrum wrapped up in a puzzle, wrapped up in a mystery. Or ex-Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Okay. 
So, Shelly, I think we should take a quick break. Okay. Pay some bills. Do and it. And then finish up this letter when we get back. What do you think? I like it. Okay. Be right back. We are supported by new dating app. Hey, listeners, raise your hand if you think dating after Mormonism is difficult. Probably 95% of our listeners are raising their hands right now. <laughs> you know, it's hard meeting someone and having to explain your whole wacky Mormon upbringing. Oh, we went through this. And since your faith transition, you've probably been kicked out of the singles ward. So now what? Oh, that is challenging. Mm -hmm. Check out New. It's an ex-Mormon dating app available for download on both Android and iPhone. Are you ready to find post-Mormon love with someone who understands your story? I know I am. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, too late. (laughs) (laughs) Visit newdating.app and learn more. That's newdating.app. We're back. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So back to the letter and the makeup for the show. Minx did her makeup for Rocky Horror. Gotcha. And she was not a Venus flytrap. Nope. Wrong okay. show. Gotcha. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would have involved a lot of makeup. Yeah. Okay, carry on. Okay, so they had they spent a lot of time together because of this extensive makeup she mm-hmm. needed in the show. Mm-hmm. At the time, we were both going through difficult marriages, and we bonded through co-misery. Oh, I love it. Yeah. She did tell me early on that she had been raised Mormon until she left the cult early on around age 16. Good Good job, Minx. Yeah, get out of that shit. Mm -hmm. Our relationship took flight a little at a time. Mm. We talked for long hours, listened to music in my car, cuddled in my apartment watching Netflix. Very cute. And gave each other mind-blowing orgasms. Oh. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Huh. It went from like okay. we snuggled, we snuggled, we read poetry to one another, <laughs> listen to music, <laughs> and then boom. Okay, I like it. Why, why not? That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has supported me every step of the way through my transition, and I couldn't be more grateful to her. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. We're planning on getting married in a few years, and you're both invited. Oh my gosh! Wow. Destination wedding. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun if we could just go from wedding to wedding? Because that's not the first invitation we've had. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I would love for the podcast to bring in enough money where we can do more awesome things for and with our listeners. Yeah, that would be amazing. We would love to be able to fly to people's weddings. Oh, my God. I would be all <laughs> over that shit. It would be so fun. As for my religious background, I'm more on Mary's side of things. I grew up in the Methodist church but never felt connected to its teachings. Okay, so I went to a Methodist church in my small town Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. until my mother found Jesus Jesus Mm -hmm. at a retreat or whatever. There he is. Yeah, (laughs) I was wondering where you were. Well, the pastor had gone on a retreat, came back, and I don't know. There was that select group. Is this the pastor who was having the affair? My father thought that, but he wasn't. No one had an affair. My father came home from a business trip and was like, where's your mother? My sister, older sister was babysitting, and mm-hmm. she's like, at church, at Bible study? <laughs> so he, he races over to the church, throws open the door dramatically, oh and sees like a bunch of adults praying or something. And he's like, that's <laughs> worse than an affair. That's worse. <laughs> no one's having an affair. My mother is like, gives him a look, and she's like, I gotta go. So she leaves. At least if he would have busted in on an affair, it would have been some excitement. But to bust in on people like in worship prayer or some shit. Yeah. Anyway, the Methodist church was a little bit sleepy until the minister found Jesus in that retreat or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah. 
Uh, was he radically touched by the spirit? I think, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> there was some radical touching going oh, on. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Ari says, I had my moments of wanting to believe in something and prayed to God to be touched by the spirit. Oh, there shit. you go. Well, she should have prayed to be radically touched. <laughs> but all I ever got was silence, and it was the loneliest feeling. Yeah. yeah. You've been I experienced that. that a lot. That is an extremely frustrating sadness and loneliness. Yeah. I still believe that God was there, but he just didn't want to have me feel his presence. And so that meant I wasn't good enough. I wasn't doing enough. I was a sinner. Mm-hmm. And I would just beg anything, yeah. send me some anything. kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. And it was always emptiness. I went through that. I went through that in my super early 20s. I decided, remember, I went back to that Bible study after college because I was pretty wild in college Mm -hmm. and then thought, you know what? I'll just give this Jesus thing one more try right after college. And I went into that. Were you looking for the radical touching? (laughs) Well, I got some radical touching because I went to that Bible study and met my girlfriend Uh, (laughs) at a Bible study. Radical. Yes, very radical. Mm -hmm. But I was still searching for answers in different ways, like for a career. I had no idea what I was going to do as a music major at um, Virginia College mm-hmm. and had no life plan. Yeah. I had no idea. I was living at home and I was miserable and wandering around in the dark. I felt like I had yeah. no direction. Yeah. So. And look at you now. Yeah. You just never know where life's going to take you. You know, the biggest secret for me was just recognizing when I felt like doors were opening, mm-hmm. recognizing that was something to take a risk on. Yeah. And... Just try it out. I was pretty good at that, at That's trying awesome. different things. And you see tried what. me out. Sure did. Took me for a test drive, I'm decided st- to I'm buy. I'm still uh, figuring that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're still test driving? I'm still test driving. About two and a half years in. <laughs> I'm kidding, babe. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. If this was Mormon relationship, we'd have been married, and I'd, oh, I'd, God, I'd have yeah. one kid and one on the way by now. <laughs> at least. Mm-hmm. At least. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I did find a connection with a goddess. What? A female deity? I'm in. Hell yeah. (laughs) And practiced Wicca in college, Hmm. paying lip service to that for another six to seven years. However, in recent years, I've realized that religion is kind of a psychological placebo, Mm. which can make people feel a little bit better about their circumstances, Mm -hmm. but usually just gives them a way to shrug off personal responsibility. Mm. You know, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. It's like, it's not me, it's God. Yeah. If it's good news that happens to you, let's praise God. Right. If it's bad news, then... We also praise God because he's teaching us something. God's teaching us something or mm-hmm. God works in mysterious ways or something like yeah. that. God's ways are not our ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when we worship something outside of ourselves. I don't know. I just think the focus needs to be inward. Well, some religions believe that God resides in there the whole time. Exactly. It's not outside of yourself. Right. I could get more behind that, but I'm not going to go to a fucking church and talk about it because as soon as, it seems like as soon as someone tries to organize something around a belief, they fuck it up. Yeah. I agree with Ari. I don't enjoy what she's saying about uh, people not taking responsibility mm-hmm. and also people using religion to put other people down. Yeah. I can't get behind those two things. Right. And so I think religion is not for me personally. Right. This is our own experience. If you're Wiccan and you're listening and it works for you, awesome. Go for it. Yeah. Whatever your thing is, if it works for you and doesn't make doesn't, you either yeah. shrug responsibility. Or doesn't make you a shitty person that judges everyone. Yeah. Then go for it. Absolutely. So Ari says, I've become much more of an atheist. This makes it a little rough when I visit home because my mom is an ordained Methodist pastor. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool that a woman is a pastor, though. No, that is great. It's, I, it's pretty yeah. cool. 
Yeah, go mom. Inevitably, she asks where my faith is at, and while I'm always honest with her, it's a struggle because I feel like I'm letting her down in a way by not accepting Christ as my Savior. Mm. I'm sure that is hard. letting mom down. My I let my mother even... down all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you get used to it, Ari, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. My parents don't even ask what I believe anymore. They don't want to know. I don't they don't want to know. They don't want to have any discussion deeper than how's the weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> because they don't want the answer. Yeah. They don't want to get to know you. No. It's too heartbreaking. Same with them. my brothers and, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't want to know. Yep. So They've I'll already just, made I'll their just mind tell up. thousands of our listeners. How about there that? There you go. <laughs> yeah, they could just tune into an episode if they want to know you. They would never do that. Mm-hmm. The first F-bomb and they'd turn it off. <laughs> oh, my ears. That's ah. true. That's true. So whenever she goes home, I tell her I'd rather end up in purgatory when I die so I can hang out with all those cool pagans like Plato and Aristotle. Hell yeah. <laughs> the smart people. <laughs> sure. Why not? On the flip side, mom is accepting of my trans status. So that's, that's pretty cool. Methodists tend to be more open, at least Methodist churches within the United States, not necessarily abroad. Well, I don't know. Remember, um, Brother Ben mm-hmm. was taking one of their kids to the Methodist church. It and depends. Then stopped that's going. the thing. It depends. It really depends on that. Because they didn't want to do gay marriage, right? Yeah. Wasn't that kind of across the board? Methodist churches against gay marriage? Yes. But at that point, there have been Methodist churches, church congregations who have gone against that. Yeah, that's kind true. of split off. I think Unitarian and Episcopalian are the most open. Yeah. Probably in this country. But they still wear robes and sing hymns. So oh, I'm yeah. Out. I know. Yeah, you can't handle that. We got to go up and try out Kate Kelly's church, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I bet they don't wear robes. They don't seem like a robe-wearing bunch. I looked at pictures. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is interesting. So mom is accepting of my trans status, uh, says Ari, but she does have some reservations about me being a lesbian. (laughs) God. Wait. I'm so confused. It's funny what gymnastics our brains will do to tell us what's right or wrong. You know what I mean? Maybe the, the her thought process is the mom that, okay, well, you were born in the wrong body. Like, that happens, but gayness is a choice, and you shouldn't choose wickedness. I don't know. Keep yeah. reading. Maybe she, maybe she clears it up. I don't know. So Ari's mom has expressed that some people are born lesbian, gay, and bisexual, but others make the choice, and that's sinful. So she thinks that Ari's choosing to be, a to lesbian? be attracted to women? Yeah. Oh, Ari's mom, come on. <laughs> You've come so far. You've come so far. <laughs> Just cross the finish line. Let's go. Right. You're so close. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm following her logic. Mm. Truly, she has a dizzying intellect. I knew that was coming. <laughs> that's my favorite quote. <laughs> mm-hmm. Name the movie, everybody. Rocky Name the Horror movie. Picture Show? <laughs> yeah, that's totally it. <laughs> Lion King. You really don't know? No. Oh, my Give God. Me it's like an approved Mormon movie. It's not a Mormon movie, but it's oh, approved oh, 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 for Mormons. Oh, um, Princess Bride. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. Oh, my God. I still have Rocky Horror Picture Show in the brain. Robin Wright. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. Okay. It's also hard to talk to her because I feel that if I try to talk about many aspects in my life, I'm going to get preached at or lectured. I get that totally. Mm-hmm. For instance, if I bring up that I'm polyamorous, I can expect a talk on how sex is meant to be between two married people because each time you have sex with a new person, you trade away a bit of your soul. (laughs) So at this point, we are both soulless. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Why? Why? It's just more to love. More people to love. That's how I look at it. I mean... (laughs) In a safe way. (laughs) Sure. Be responsible, everybody. Absolutely. (laughs) If two adults want to have lots of sex, hopefully safe sex... Yeah, go for it. It doesn't um, take away your your soul. 
What is it about religions that feel like they need to tell I people how God wants sex to be? Yeah. Hey, that's just fucking creepy that <laughs> God would be so interested in our Stay sex lives. Stay out of my bedroom. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus, turn your head. I'm going to bone my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh-huh. Carry on. Okay. Back to Ari's letter. <laughs> Still, she tries hard to connect with her three children, and I want to keep that bridge in good repair. Yeah. So... Ultimately, I guess a good relationship with mom, even though mom confuses the hell out of me. Yeah, I don't I gotta get mom. Say. I'm get, not sure. Let's what's get mom going on. on the show. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Thanks for taking the time to read my story, and thank you for opening the door to a greater and honestly, simply a great community through sharing your stories. It sucks we missed each other over the holidays. Mm-hmm. I hope that we can meet and chat one day soon. Much love to you both, Domino and Eddie, as well. Aww. Ari. Thanks, Ari. That, that was, was a great letter. We love hearing your experiences. Yeah. We love hearing everyone's experiences. They're all different. They yeah, all everybody's have... got their own story. Absolutely. It's beautiful. All right. Thank you, Ari. Yes. Thank yeah. you so much for writing in. Mm-hmm. As a reminder, if you would like to send us a letter, please do visit latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. Mm-hmm. Also, the letters from patrons get bumped up the list, so please write in the subject line if you are a patron. Yes, that is helpful. And if you're not a patron, become a patron. <laughs> or you can uh, join the chat on Marco Polo. Uh, yep. Yeah. We've talked about that already. Yeah. Also, we have a fantastic discussion group going on on Facebook, Latter-day Lesbian Podcast Discussion. Join that. It's great. There's just wonderful people in there. Ari's in there. Yeah. Um, probably everyone whose letter we've read just about is in there. So yeah, check it out. Okay, and if you are interested in that video messaging service via Marco Polo, please check that out at also at our website at latterdaylesbian.org slash polo. Mm-hmm. You can sign up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's going to do it for this week. Another good one. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.